Welcome to the Greater Lansing Food Championship Podcast. I'm Phil Friend, a sports reporter at the Lansing State Journal and your host for our newest audio endeavor as we attempt to determine the city's best individual menu item from a Lansing restaurant. Today, we are down to the final eight food items in the 2021 tournament, two each from the American, Pizza, International, and Mexican regions. And in this podcast, we're going to cut the field in half down to the final four, but it won't be me deciding on who's heading to the semifinals. I'll share my personal opinions but it won't be me making final decisions as I'm joined by five of my fellow LSJ staffers, Nate Atkins, Craig Lyons, Mark Johnson, Crystal Nurse, and Kara Berg in these most important of days. I'm going to go around and left to right and everybody's going to introduce themselves and talk uh, to the left, to my left, Kara Berg. Kara, how are you? Hi, I'm good. To Kara's left is Crystal Nurse. Crystal, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Great. To her left, Craig Lyons. Craig, how are you? I'm doing just fine. Awesome. Two people to my right. This is why this is, <laughs> we got six people crammed around a, a circle here. Uh, Nate Atkins. Nate, how are you? Well, I'm always on these podcasts, so I'm always happy to eat. Oh, yeah. And last but not least, Mark Johnson. Mark, how are you? I also love to eat. <laughs> so we got a veteran We got a veteran group here. You guys have participated in at least, I think, all of the rounds here so far as we go from the Elite Eight to the Final Four. So I am very excited that all of you guys are here. You guys are familiar with the foods. You know what's going on and all that good stuff. So first-time listeners, how we're determining Lansing's best food is in a 32-item knockout-style tournament, similar to the NCAA basketball tourney, where different LSJ staffers will appear on each podcast episode, eat each individual item, collect their thoughts, and then we'll vote between the two foodstuffs, with one advancing to the next round and the other one going home. And I'll certainly ask nicely of you to go back and listen to the previous six podcasts that got us to this point, if you haven't done so already. We determined these 32 items using Yelp which ranks restaurants in three categories, recommended, highest rated, and most reviewed. We aggregated the restaurant's rankings in all three categories, and the next, or excuse me, the eight best scores were selected for the four regions. Before I go over the matchups, I want to pass along our reader voters' results from the Sweet 16, and you'll kind of notice that they will uh, differ a little bit from our preferences. So, uh, again, this is the reader's vote. In the, the pizza region... Uh, the Cosmos slash Zoobies and their trustless pizza defeated Detroit Frankie's uh, Meat Lovers Pizza 52 to 49, or excuse me, uh, 52 to 48. Uh, and the other pizza matchup, DeLuca's 87% over Corey's Lounge. So uh, the reader's big fan of DeLuca's. Uh, in the Mexican region, El Oasis and the Breakfast Burrito 76% to route Pancho's Taquiera. And in the other one, uh, Pablo's Old Town, 68% to beat Taqueria El Chaparito. In the American region, Meat got 61% of the vote to beat Saddleback Barbecue. And Soup Spoon, 66% of the vote to beat Capital City Barbecue and the Awesome Mess. In the international region, it's a chicken shawarma off as Chupli got 61% of the vote to beat Nola Bistro. And it's Fonola and then Zaytun Mediterranean with 72% to beat Nang Myanmar's Pad Quinoa. So... Any initial thoughts on how the readers are voting on that stuff? How do you vote out burrito tacos? Yeah, it's funny that they they the burrito tacos got voted out pretty early here. While we while it's our uh, elite eight matchup in the in the Mexican region. So as we said on the pie, uh, the last podcast, are we just too basic? That's the that's the question. I think no, there's no chance a breakfast burrito can beat the burrito tacos. <laughs> wow. I mean, I think I mostly agree with you, but uh, I do enjoy the drama between us and the readers, and strongly disagreeing at least. Uh, one particular re- particular region here. All right, so here are the matchups. Uh, 
for what we are eating today. In the pizza region, it is the one seed, the Cosmos slash Zubies and the Trust Us Pizza, goes against the two seed, DeLuca's House Special. In the Mexican region, the four seed, Pancho's Taquero, takes on the six seed, Maria's Cuisine, and a battle between the Berea Tacos. In the American region, the four seed, Good Truck and Diners, Music City Honover, goes against the two seed, Soup Spoons, Lunch Voodoo Pasta. And in the international region, the five seed, La Cocina Cubana and the Ropa VA Sandwich, goes against the two seed, Nang Myanmar and the Pad Quinoa. Are we ready to begin? All right. Well, we are going to start in the pizza region and the one seed, the Cosmos slash Zuby's Trust Us Pizza. So for those of us who may not have listened to the first round when we talked about the pizza, the Trust Us is uh, more or less a random pizza that gets concocted by the work, whoever's working that particular day at the Cosmos slash Zuby's. So it's always going to be a random mix of ingredients. And today we got garlic cream, spinach, mozzarella, tomatoes, jalapeno strips, onions, Romano, and roasted chicken. Kara, you go first. What were your thoughts on that pizza? Oh, I was not really a fan of that pizza. Uh, There were a lot of things on there that I didn't like, but there were also a lot of things on DeLuca's that I didn't like, so it was kind of a battle of the what gets picked off. But I was not a fan. It was a little dry, um, not enough cheese, and the crust was a little bit... uh, too crunchy. Uh, this is an elite eight opponent that uh, I mean they kind of got there by uh, Detroit Frankies having to bow out, but uh, not not the most ringing endorsement for for that pizza. <laughs> I've said before I don't trust them because not that I don't trust them. I am too picky <laughs> to trust anybody a, with my pizza that's options. A, that's a great pun. So this is the only round where Crystal will not be participating, and it'll be I will be participating in the pizza part, but uh, it'll be the other five that are here besides me voting in the other three regions. Craig, what were your thoughts on it? Well, unlike Kara, I'm an adult and I eat all my vegetables. (laughs) I thought it was a great mix of flavors. I thought the pizza was put together really well. I didn't mind that it was a garlic cream sauce instead of a red sauce, but I thought their crust was fantastic. It was nice, thin, it was well-baked. Overall, very good. Yeah, I echo a lot of what Craig said. I, you know... I eat all my vegetables, and usually I don't love them on pizza because I don't think they mix super well with the sauce. So the garlic sauce was a great way to mix it up. I thought it held together incredibly well the way it was just baked in underneath the cheese. And so you don't think too much about the vegetables. It just mixed in nicely, kind of like a little casserole pizza. So I thought it was good. Uh, I liked it for a lot of the same reasons. Um, One thing that wasn't mentioned, I like how light it was. A lot of times with pizza, it can be really heavy. Uh, But I thought this was really good, and it looked really inviting as well. I really like the cheese and the sauce, um, and I, I really like the, the all the vegetables together. And I'm not I'm terrible with jalapenos. I'm still sweating from one of our other dishes that has some jalapeno <laughs> in it. But this was it was perfect. The spice was great, and everything really complemented each other. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of echo what you say here because when they had all the ingredients listed on the box. I was like, man, this feels like it's way too much for a pizza. But it does, when you look at the slice, it doesn't really look that way. And uh, I agree with Craig about the crust. I thought the crust was really good. Uh, I agree with Nate. And there was a few greens too many on there for for my preferences. But uh, overall, it was better than I expected. And I think that's that's about as good as ring endorsement as you get from someone who doesn't like greens on his pizza, let alone multiple <laughs> multiple greens. Or greens in general. Yeah, well, like that's a, yeah, again... Oft, off discussed topic with the <laughs> with this group. All right, well, let's talk about the DeLuca's House Special. That comes with pepperoni, ham, mushrooms, green peppers, onions, and tomato. Far too much dough. The crust was way too thick. Otherwise, I thought the, the toppings were good. They were a little heavy on the toppings, so it was just 
it was a lot in that single little slice. Yeah, I mean, that, as we talked about, I think, in the other previous podcast, it just be, come down to the fact that we got the smallest pizza because we're eating so much food that there's no reason to get, like, a medium or large, and you're packing a basically supreme pizza into an, an entire nine-inch pie like that. So it can it can affect things a little bit. So that might that actually be the case. Neat. Yeah, I remember sending this through in the round before this, and we sent it over Corey's in a very close decision at two supreme pizzas, but... I'll be honest, I liked it better that time around. Something about the crust this time didn't quite do it for me. It felt a little bit more like Little Caesar's crust than wow. something I'm blown wow. away by. And I liked everything else about it. I mean, I still love the way that they stack uh, the ham on top of it. For how much is on there, it holds together pretty darn well. Um, so I think there are better versions of it, but this wasn't the best one. Okay. Mark? I thought it kind of looked like DiGiorno's, honestly. It didn't... I mean, it, the presentation compared to its competitor, I mean, didn't match up. Um, I also thought it was really heavy and, and kind of doughy. Um, and it was just really um, loaded. And to be frank, the mushroom was really overpowering for me. So, um, I mean, it was, a, it was an okay pizza, but um, I think it was a clear winner here. I have to admit, I am, I am stunned by the first comments regarding the Lucas pizza. I thought it... Like I said, I just uh, I didn't like the particular ingredients that the Cosmos chose for today, and uh, DeLuca's How Special has been pretty strong in the first rounds, and I felt the same today. I just thought it was a, a pretty good slice. I love the I love the thick crust. I love the you know both the crust and the the crust underneath all of the toppings and everything. And I just thought it was a a pretty strong effort once again from DeLuca's overall. Kara, I also love the crust. I really like when there's doughy crust, so I thought it was much better than Cosmos in that way. And once I picked off all the vegetables that I didn't like, I thought it was an excellent pizza. The pepperoni was great. Uh, so it was the cheese. It was very well put together. And you couldn't even taste any of the veggies that were taken off, which is the best part, because sometimes it leaves little remnants. All right. Well, good enough. great job, guys. Good effort. Now we are going to vote. Instead of everybody doing it at the same time, we are going to go around the circle here, and we are going to vote. So I am going to start with Nate. I go with the Cosmos. Okay, Mark. Cosmos. Uh, I'm going to Lucas. To Lucas. To Lucas and Cosmos. All right, Cosmos, and I've got to admit I am stunned uh, that the Cosmos has beat to Lucas. But this is what we this is what we're here for. This is what we do. The readers and, are going to be very unhappy with us. All right, well let's move on to the lead eight matchup in the Mexican region, which is Pancho's and its Burrito Tacos versus Maria's Cuisine and its Burrito Tacos. Uh, both strong entrants here. Mark. Well, uh, the last time I had the Poncho's Bria Taco, the sauce really stood out. And again, in my notes, I have like hard eyes here uh, with the smiley face. So the, <laughs> the sauce is excellent. I love it. Uh, and the cheese was also really nice without being um, too incredibly overpowering, which it can in some. And I also really liked how juicy and flavorful everything was. Are we just talking ponchos on this? Yes, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, just ponchos. Okay, I thought the shell was a little bit too soft, but the meat inside was really good, and I agree with Mark. The sauce was amazing. It was nice and not thick, but it had a really nice flavor to it. I thought it was very dry. The flavor was flat in the taco because, like, I remembered it before of it being like great, and you know, it had this amazing taste, but now it's just like it wasn't there. It wasn't there for ponchos. No. Oh, wow. Okay. Craig. I agree with Mark. I mean, the sauce was really what makes this dish. I mean, the to the tortilla could be a little crispier, but otherwise there's a perfect amount of filling. I thought everything was well cooked and well assembled, but the sauce is really what sets ponchos, uh, sa uh, sets ponchos <laughs> apart. <laughs> 
Yeah, the sauce is excellent. And the way that the whole thing holds together lets you dip it into the sauce and not lose any of it. I thought it was incredible. The meat is absolutely incredible. I agree that the uh, the tortilla is not maybe the absolute best part of it, but everything else is A+. plus. Well, what did you say you drew uh, when you were talking about... Uh, Smiley face and hard eyes. I, I feel like he might have been drawing me like uh, Jack and Rose from the Titanic when uh, <laughs> when he said that because I did, uh, that's how I felt when I was eating the Pancho's uh, burrito taco as well. That was... Uh, phenomenal and i know on the last podcast i said i preferred maria's over ponchos but i do not think that was the case today ponchos burritos tacos was was top notch for me all right well let's move on to maria's cuisine and it's burrito tacos kara i loved maria's uh i bit into it and i was immediately like oh this tastes so good um i did not like the sauce as much it was really watery and it was hard to get it to stick on the taco um but overall the shell was nice and crispy. The cheese was great in there. And you could really taste the cilantro flavors uh, with every bite. And I just thought that was great. I was a little sad that Maria's wasn't as juicy this go around as it was like the past time. But I do like that Maria's, they have the onions and the cilantro in the actual taco. And they sort of cake, they sort of bake on the cheese on it while making the tacos. So like just having that in there and just like, the flavor profile of it just came so well together like i just loved it yeah i mean they're both they're both strong food items you can't you can't go wrong with that i agree that there was a good flavor with the marias i mean the the tortilla shell set it apart i I like the nice crisp to it but the sauce really kills it i mean the cilantro and onion had a stronger flavor than anything in that sauce yeah, I agree with that. It's hard to separate these two, and the readers are so darn wrong for not sending either one of these through to the final. <laughs> but so it's it's kind of nitpicking to separate them. But um, I I definitely love the freshness of this, and I love the shell especially. That's the one thing I give it the edge over ponchos. But it falls way short on the sauce, and so um, you know it, it's it's very very good. We're just nitpicking it compared to another yeah. burrito taco. Yeah, we really are. It's like a, well. We've got to find some way to differentiate these two things. So this is this is how we're going to do it. Um, I actually changed my vote here. I came in um, and I had Maria's winning. I thought it was really good. Like everything was great down to the sauce. Like the filling was great. I really, really liked the cilantro in there, um, the taco, the cheese. And it looked really nice too. It looked fresh, looked really inviting. And the filling was perfect. But yeah, it really comes down to the sauce. I mean, both they're both such great tacos, but you dip one in one sauce, one in the other, then you really see the difference. So the sauce was definitely better with the other. All right, now we are going to vote. We will start with Kara. Are you going for Ponchos or Maria's? Maria's. 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 Ponchos. 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 And Ponchos, Taqueria it is. On to the final four. Congratulations. Well, let's move on to the American region, where that matchup is Good Truck and Diners Music City Hangover versus Soup Spoon's Lunch Voodoo Pasta. Uh, the Music City Hangover has Nashville hot chicken, pickles, and medium egg on biscuits smothered in sausage gravy topped with pepper jack cheese. Crystal, your thoughts on Good Truck and Diners entrant here? I loved it. It tastes so good. Like... Whenever I go out to eat for diners and whatnot, I always get biscuits and gravy just because, like, it's so it's a good comfort food. And these biscuits were, like, so fluffy. You can you can taste how flaky they were, too, with, like, the tops and bottoms of the biscuit. And then the gravy itself, I don't know if they have a sausage gravy or what it is, but the gravy still tastes, like, pretty flavorful. And then you add in 
the fact that there's Nashville hot chicken there and a pickle there too, which I love pickles. <laughs> and you add it all together and it's just like, it's so great. And there's also an egg in there too. But yeah, it's just, it's a, whole, it's a great mishmash of food. The eggs over medium really, really brings it all together, I think it looks like. Craig? I think it's a great dish. The chicken is perfectly cooked. There's, it, the spice with it's really strong, but it's really offset by the egg, the cheese, the gravy, and the biscuit. So overall, strong dish. Probably one of my favorites of the competition. Wow. Strong, strong words. Nate? Yeah, I absolutely love it. You know, someone who went to Southeastern Conference School, I love the idea of Nashville hot chicken. And to find kind of a breakfast version of it to bring to a diner is uh, really interesting. Yet it also works as something you can eat for probably any of the three meals of the day. So I just love how it all comes together. It's not too dry because it's got the egg and the gravy. And yet it's got kick in it from the from the uh, the chicken and the spices to it. And yet the pickle just adds another little bit of flavor in it. So it's terrific. Uh, when I saw it, um, you know, I was kind of surprised that it made it this far. I, I mean, it just looked like every other normal breakfast that I've seen. But then you add in the chicken and the pickle, and it just makes such a huge difference. And, you know, you could really – you could you have to be careful when you're making this with the potato and with the biscuit. That could have made it really, really dry, and it could have been a way worse dish. But this put everything together. It was a really nice combination, and it was executed well. Kara? I also loved it. I loved it the first time around. Um, I agree with Mark. It didn't look super appealing at first. Um, but once you start digging in it, into it, then it's really great. There's enough gravy and the egg makes the biscuit. Just a really nice, soggy sounds bad, but a really nice soggy. All of the flavors just drip right into the biscuit and it's amazing. And something about the pickle just ties it all together perfectly. We know Kara's a big fan of pickles as well as... As we all know. All right, let's move on to Soup Spoon's Lunch Voodoo Pasta. It is shrimp sautéed with bell peppers and onions, tossed with linguine and a Cajun tarragon sherry cream sauce. Craig. Wow. Dial, <clears throat> dial, dial, dial in, sir. We're, we're coming in hot on this one. Okay. <laughs> I don't eat shrimp, so right off the bat, I was more or less judging this on the pasta side. I mean, mm-hmm. it's called Voodoo Pasta, so I'd assume, that the, <clears throat> I'd assume that the pasta was an important part of the dish. Although it really didn't have that strong of flavor, I expected something with a lot more spice. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to rip this bandage off now before you all pile on <laughs> me later. I think if this dish is that dependent on the shrimp, it should be called voodoo shrimp with a side of pasta. Wow, Ooh. let's go. Let's go. All right, well, I mean, to eat a dish like this and not eat the shrimp is like saying I'm going to judge the pizza and not eat any of the sauce. So I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense to uh, judge it that way. It's not shrimp with a side of pasta. It's pasta that mixes perfectly with the shrimp. The way you spin it on a fork, the way you stab the shrimp, the way it eats it all together, the way the spices mix with the cream, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I'm doing the Jack Nicholson yes gif over here as you guys (laughs) strongly disagree about your preferences for the words (laughs) or preferences for the uh Whatever. You knew what I was trying to say. Mark? I got to agree with Nate. I really, uh, I thought the sauce was great. Um, I liked how it had a little sweet and a little savory to it. Uh, the shrimp was obviously a nice um, addition to it. And yeah, if you don't like shrimp, then yeah, I don't know if this is really the pasta for you. But it, it was really nice. Um, I've had this kind of pasta. So I, I think it's the sauce that it, it seemed familiar to me. And I didn't think anything would really, you know, stand out to me. But this was really well done. I really liked the taste. I love the kick the pasta had to it, and all of the flavors just came together so well. Um, You really have to eat the shrimp with it. It's just not the same without it. Like Nate said, it's not uh, pasta, or not shrimp with a side of pasta. It's shrimp pasta, so you got to eat it all together 
overall, I thought it was a great dish. As someone who was born in the area where voodoo comes from, this pasta tastes nothing like what should be called a voodoo pasta. It didn't have that sort of Cajun flair that's supposed to be there when you say voodoo. Like, I'm supposed to have some paprika coming in, some turmeric, and all of that coming into this pasta dish. And I didn't taste that. There was cheese there. There was a lot of stuff that was there, but it just wasn't it. The shrimp was a bit overcooked, which I could tell when I'm chewing it. It felt a little rubbery. And I have to side with Craig that... It tasted more as if the pasta was an asset to the shrimp rather than the shrimp being an asset to the pasta. And for me, being someone who is from the area that loves this sort of food, I don't love this at all. The takes were strong there, guys. I love it. Any final thoughts for before we vote here? Anyone I argue, say something against anybody else? No? Okay. I just want the vote. <laughs> all right. Nate, we are going to start with you. I'm going to go with good trucking diner. All right. Good trucking. Mark. Good trucking. Kara. Good trucking. Crystal. Good trucking. Craig. Good trucking. Oh, good trucking sweeps its way into the final four. Congratulations to the Music City Hangover for going all the way to the national semifinals, quote unquote, if you will. Let's move on to our final matchup here La Cucina Cubana's Ropa VA Sandwich and Nang Myanmar's Pad Kimwa. Uh, let's start with the Ropa VA Sandwich. Comes with shredded beef. Toasted bread, Swiss cheese, tomato, jalapeno, and lettuce. Mark, start us off. This was a sandwich that still has me sweating from the heat. Um, I took a bite, and the jalapeno just it just floored me. Um, uh, with the I'm not very good with spice, but still. Uh, outside of that, it was a really nice bread, and it kind of helped take some of the heat off. And um, uh, I, everything else in it was really good too. It was just as soon as I got to that jalapeno, it's just it turned it off for me. But Everything else was great. Yeah, I didn't know which way you were going to go there. I didn't, I didn't know if you were going to say it was a turn on or a turn off that the jalapeno was still uh, still coming in strong. Kara? I love the flavor with the jalapenos, and I agree. The bread did help to tamper it down a little bit. Uh, the meat here was great. The bread was great. I think everything in the sandwich just comes together so perfectly. Crystal? I actually liked this better than I than I did it last week. Something about like the sandwich, it tasted a bit more fresh. It was very juicy. For me personally, I want more jalapenos. I love spice, and I wanted them to just like, just throw me a bat of jalapenos on there, and I'll eat the sandwich gladly. But I love, I actually like this sandwich this time around, and it was actually pretty good and pretty well executed. I agree. I thought all the ingredients melded really well together. I thought there was just an, the right amount of jalapeno. I didn't think it was too hot. The bread was well proportioned. It would be kind of a hindrance on the sandwich if they were used too thick of a roll. But I thought that nice thin roll really worked perfectly. Nate? Yeah, I love jalapenos too, and I could have used a little more on mine, so I wonder if Mark just got most of them on his portion, <laughs> uh, which is ironic. But that's the good thing is I don't think it's the most shareable dish because it just kind of gets a little bit messy and it's not the most evenly divided type of thing. But overall, it's just a fantastic sandwich. The way it mixes spice with the fresh bread, with the avocado, it's just kind of a – there's some kick to it, but it's not overwhelming, and it just mixes together well. Yeah, I mean, the sandwich has been one of my favorites since we started this tournament, and uh, I still love the bread. I love all the combinations of it. I think it just, it's a great bite, as a, a phrase that I've kind of used off here, uh, on and off here and there. I think that describes it pretty well. All right, well, let's move on to Nang Myanmar's Pad Quinoa. Comes with pork, wide rice noodle, onion, carrot, chili, egg, cabbage, broccoli, pepper seed, lemon leaves, lemongrass, and soy sauce. 
Uh, we made sure Phil got spice on it this time because we weren't sure if he did before. Uh, but I honestly don't know if it made much of a difference. I couldn't tell if there was much spice on it or not. And I really would have liked it to be a little more spicy. Uh, the noodles were flavored well, but I think overall it just needed that kick. I had the little cup spice on the side last time around and I added it in and it made a difference. I didn't taste that this time around. So there was some, like like what Kara said, they do miss having that sort of extra kick that basically elevates this dish because for me, it's just like, it just wasn't there without the spice. It had a nice rich flavor, but certainly no spice. Yeah. I mean, overall, I thought it worked well. I mean, it was <clears throat> it was a fine dish, but not not too impressive. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one of my favorite recipes in general, also known as drunken noodles. And I always think it needs spice, and it's not only so it's it's hot and it gets a kick, but so it just has a flavor to it. And I think the noodles end up getting a little dry without it. And so um, the you know, in the past, I was giving this dish a little bit of a pass because I was assuming that we just didn't order the spice. I assumed there was more there, but I think we've gotten all that's there with this dish, and I'd be honest, I'm a little underwhelmed. Yeah. For the record, I made sure to get it spicy, because, and Kara was heard me making the phone call, so do, do not blame me. Blame, blame others. Mark. <laughs> I was able to try this um, during the first round of the international—the first international round— and I don't think I got everything um, in uh, my sample the first time. And this time I made sure to try to get a little bit of everything. And I really liked uh, the pork and the onion really make it an amazing dish. Like I thought the meat was really nice and the onion was really nice. And I'm going against my colleagues. I don't think it needed spice. Um, of course, I was still sweating from the other jalapeno. So <laughs> it was a relief not to have any. Um, but I, I really like the sweet and almost like smoky flavor. Um, something really, I, Nate said, uh, drunk noodles. Like I can definitely see someone who's been drinking a little bit, really enjoying these, but even if you're completely sober, just some really nice to relax and chow down on. Perfect. All right. I think we are ready to vote here. Crystal, we are going to, I am going to start with you. Uh, La Cucina Cabana or Nang Myanmar? La Cucina. Craig? La Cucina. Nate? La Cucina. Mark? Nang Myanmar. La Cucina. La Cucina Cubana. Four to one on its way to the final four. All right, well, let me recap the results from this podcast. In the pizza region, the Cosmo Zubis defeated DeLuca's three to two. In the Mexican food region, Pancho's Taquera defeated Maria's Cuisine three to two. Good Truck and Diner swept Soup Spoon five nothing. And La Cucina Cubana defeated Nang Myanmar four to one. So the matchups in the final four will be the Cosmo Zubis and the Trustless Pizza versus Pancho's Taquieras Barilla Tacos and Good Truck and Diner's Music City Hangover versus La Cucina Cubana's Ropa Viejo Sandwich. Guys, it's a strong group. Looking forward to looking forward to the final four in the championship, which we'll do in the very next podcast. How are you guys feeling about these foods? It's a great field. I mean, we started, I remember the very first one I did with Crystal, and we were slamming the famous taco. We've come a long way from that level of food. I still don't think that should be served as, a, as an official dish that you should be paying $10 for, but that's my opinion. Okay, fair enough. Uh, final thoughts from the rest of the group here. 
Anybody want to chip in anything? It should be an interesting Final Four to see what happens once we start mixing the flavors against each other. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, it's not all pizza or all Mexican, and it's it's going it's going to be pizza versus Mexican and international versus American. So very some very Olympic style vibes there in that uh, in that last matchup. So all right, well let's uh, tell the listeners where we can find you guys out in the world. Kara, I am on Twitter at KaraBerg95. Crystal, I am on Twitter at Crystal R Nurse. Craig? I'm on Twitter at Craig A. Lyons. I'm on Twitter at, at Nate Atkins underscore. I'm also on Twitter at by Mark Johnson. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Phil underscore friend. And as always, thank you very much for listening to the Greater Lansing Food Championship podcast, a Lansing State Journal production. If you enjoy this podcast and the work surrounding it, please consider subscribing. You can follow our coverage at LSJ.com. And please rate and comment on Apple Podcast. Thanks for listening.